0: Always got questions and we've got answers because we've always got answers. If Carson Wentz is gone, this is a question who's the next quarterback? The answer we got coming up. I'm also going to explain the salary cap and why it's important and how you should look at it. I know I listened to Dan Dockich a little bit this afternoon on 107.5 The Fan. Dan doesn't like the salary cap, and I'll tell you why. Dan is also right, and I'll give you an example of somebody else relevant in the news today who doesn't care much for the salary cap and didn't want to hear anything about it when he was discussing his football team. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. For Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2022, we're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. The great Jared Johnson's ready to come to your home and hook you up with the plumbing needs that are going to make your lives better. Hot water heater, garbage disposal, pipes, you got leaky stuff, you got a sump pump issue. Carson or uh Jared Johnson is the guy, not Carson Wentz. Do not hire Carson Wentz as your plumber. Jared Johnson is the plumber for you. 765-610-8809 is the number. Let's talk about sports, shall we? By the way, subscribe hit the like button, do all that stuff, ring the bell. You ring the bell, you get an alert every time we go live, and that's twice a day. Unless there's a ball game, an Indiana game, like there is tomorrow night, 9 o'clock at Assembly Hall, we'll stay up, we'll have the instant post game. All right, let's talk about Carson Wentz. Uh, do we have any doubt where these reports came from? With Chris Mortensen of ESPN, Jason Lock and Fora of CBS. Of course, Jim Ursay at the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl kind of uh, stuff going on. Some of the galas, Jim Ursay, gets some reporters and he says stuff. This is not a lot of fun for a guy like Chris Ballard, who's trying to run an operation in the way that he sees fit. And, it, you know, whether it's Carson Wentz is a quarterback next year or not Carson Wentz is a quarterback next year, there's a time and a place... To discuss such things publicly. Jim Ursay has no such boundaries in his life, right? There's no comeuppance for Jim Ursay. There, there is no consequence for Jim Ursay sitting with Chris Mortensen and Jason for and saying, you know, I, I don't think that Car- Carson Wentz is a goner. He's a goner. He's never going to play another down for the Indianapolis Colts. So there you go. This is where these things come from. And then Chris Ballard's got to figure out with other GMs how to not sound like a lunatic. He's, he's trying to negotiate a trade with Carson Wentz. It doesn't help, right? It just doesn't. But Jim Irsay is Jim Irsay. So you deal with it as you will, because the owner of the Indianapolis Colts is not going to change. These are our family heirlooms these franchises that are passed down from generation to generation. And just as it went from Bob to Jim say, it will transfer from Jim to the daughters. Just as the Bears have gone from George Hallis to then uh, Ed and Virginia McCaskey, still with Virginia McCaskey. She looked like she was 106 when the Bears played in the Super Bowl in 1986, January of 86, when she presented her son Mike. The uh, the George Halas Award for being the NFC representative in the Super Bowl in 1986, she looked forever old. She's still with us. It's unbelievable. Anyway, that's what happens. You got uh, an owner who loves to talk, has no boundaries in his conversation. He says stuff. And all of a sudden, then we're saying stuff. And we know Carson Wentz is likely to get cut or traded there's, there's no unringing that bell. If Jim Irsay says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Because if it doesn't happen, you think Carson Wentz and the rest of the Colts are going to feel really good about the quarterback? No, you can't unring that bell. So Carson Wentz is a goner. Let's talk about who may be the next quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Let's first look at free agents that the Colts may want to talk to. How about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Hell no. Ryan Fitzpatrick looks like a Civil War veteran, nearly as old as a Civil War veteran. Andy Dalton, (laughs) always angry Andy, couldn't hold down a job in Chicago where they've been looking for a starting quarterback for 70 years. Cam Newton, nah, had a chance for that, didn't take it. Tyrod Taylor, nah. Uh, Jameis Winston, nah. Marcus Mariota, it's kind of an interesting name. But he hadn't been a starter. Ryan Tannehill played his ass out of Nashville. Couldn't get on the field really in any substantial way over the top of Derek Carr. Why would the Colts engage with Marcus Mariota when he's a step down from Carson Wentz? And really all of these guys are a step down from Carson Wentz. Then you get to Brissett and Brissette, Jacoby Brissett. no, Bridgewater, Trubisky. Those really are the free agents. Not a name in that group made me excited about the free agents, right? And they don't free you either. Anybody? Anybody excited about any of those guys? Anybody thinking about buying season tickets to the Colts who would be swayed by sign, signing Ryan Fitzpatrick? How about trades? Aaron Rodgers is going nowhere. He's a, he's a back-to-back MVP. The Packers, they get a little bit anxious about quarterbacks. But they're not yet sold on Jordan Love, and they are absolutely sold on Aaron Rodgers. And the bad relationships that Aaron Rodgers had uh, last, se- last offseason, they've kind of been mended. And so the Packers, they're going to dig into their pockets. They're going to restructure Rodgers' contract because right now it's got a cap hit that's crazy. And he's going to stay in Green Bay. Then you got Russell Wilson. Now, Russell, Will- Russell Wilson's kind of interesting. And, and the question that would need to be answered is if you deal with the Seahawks, would they be willing to take on Carson Wentz as part of that deal? Would it all of a sudden become kind of a Matt Stafford, Jared Goff type trade? If you can make that deal and you're the Colts, maybe you do. Last, Wilson, last year, Wilson, 6-8, and eight, didn't play all 16 games for the first time in his career. He played 14, even though they play 17 now. He played 14. You wonder about health. You wonder about, you know, kind of the skills fading a little bit, but he's only 33 years old. Deshaun Watson is not, not a candidate for this job. He is an accused sexual assault perpetrator. 22 times, 22 different women are litigants in lawsuits against Deshaun Watson. There is no chance You bring Deshaun Watson to Indianapolis. We don't do that. Maybe in Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger, they could look the other way. This is Indianapolis, and that does not happen here. And it shouldn't happen here. Uh, How about Cousins, Kirk Cousins? Really expensive against the cap. And a guy who's never been to a Super Bowl. Could he be sort of that Stafford guy? Stafford had never gone anywhere. He'd never won a playoff game before this season with Detroit. That was Detroit. Cousins, kind of in the same boat. Guy who puts up massive statistics, but from wins and losses perspective, not great throughout his career. How about Jimmy Garoppolo? Great-looking kid. If you were going to build a roster of all-time good-looking guys that women would flock to, and wear his jerseys, the sparkly lady jerseys with the pink numbers. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is one of those guys. He went to the NFC title game. He's played in the Super Bowl. This is a guy, his win losses mark is kind of impressive, really impressive. I don't know. Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm kind of like lukewarm toward given, uh, although he's a lot of money against the cap too. Here's why the cap's important. All right. And Dan on his show today was talking about how he doesn't care about the cap. And uh, the first thing I'm going to do is defend Dan and what he says about the cap that he didn't care about the cap. He just wants to win. Another guy who didn't care about the cap and may still not care about the cap is Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Los Angeles Rams. When he was in St. Louis, and Kevin Demoff was the CEO. Kevin Demoff's still the er, the COO of the Rams. He's Kroenke's guy, right? Kroenke's got a lot to do. He's got to manage his billions of dollars, his real estate holdings, his other sport franchises that he owns. Kroenke, or Demoff is the guy, boots on the ground in LA, managing that franchise. When Kevin talks to Stan, or when he would speak to Stan, and they were in St. Louis, it, it, Kevin told me that Cronky uh, had never asked about salary cap numbers, ever. He wanted to know specifically what the net was, the net revenue. He wanted to know about expenses, debits, all of that stuff. He had no interest in the salary cap whatsoever. So credit to Dan for understanding that the salary cap to some isn't very important. But here's why the salary cap should be really something that you do keep an eye on. No, and it, none of us likes math. Math is boring, right? Unless you're a math teacher or, or unless you're an, actuary, an actuarial. You don't care about math. But here's why it's important, and here's how to look at it. Let's say you get a $100 allowance every week to feed your family. You get to go to the grocery store with a $100 bill every single Monday and buy provisions for your family for the week. How would you spend it? $100. Are you going to buy nothing but like 20% fat ground beef and ramen noodles? No. You're not just going to buy that. But you can't just buy $15 a pound steak at the Kroger either. Can't do that. Are you going to buy a 24-pack of bounty paper towels one week because you want to save a little bit on the bounty? No, because then you're not going to have enough food to feed your family. And you're going to have enough paper towels to clean up a mess you can't make because you don't have any food. You've got to balance. Buy a couple of steaks. Buy some ground beef. Buy some generic paper towels. Are you going to buy Great Boupon? Or are you going to buy Potchman's? You know what I mean? You've got to make concessions somewhere. So you have to figure out how to make concessions so your family can eat for a week. That is how the salary cap works. In the NFL, there is no going over the salary cap toward a luxury tax. That doesn't exist in the NFL. It does in the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL. Not in the NFL. they got a hard cap, and you got to respect the hard cap. You have to make decisions. You have to prioritize. This is why, look, Quentin Nelson, as a left guard for $20 million, okay, 10% of the cap, that's like spending $10 on ice cream at the Kroger. You're not going to spend $10 in a week on ice cream. You're just not. You've got to make sure your family is fed and the nutritional balance is maintained for your family. You don't want a family of diabetics. You can't spend $10 a week on ice cream. That's Quentin Nelson at the guard. All right, that is how you need to look at the salary cap. Chris Ballard needs to spend wisely, but you've also got to have excellence. You can't just eat crappy meat you got to get some steak once in a while, and Chris Ballard has got to find steak. He's got to go get steak once in a while. You need five to seven steaks, good steaks. Go to Moody's Butcher Shop up at Brook School in Fall Creek. Get that kind of steak once in a while. need five to seven of those among the 53 groceries you need to shop for. Because if you don't have five to seven stakes, prime choice stakes, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. Look at the Rams last night. Aaron Donald, uh, Von Miller, uh, who else? Cooper Cup, who you don't really have to pay exorbitantly yet, but that day's coming, right? Matt Stafford, he's a stake. Uh, Ramsey, stake. This is how you win Super Bowls. When the Colts were rolling and winning a Super Bowl and going to another one, Manning, Wayne, Harrison, Tarek Glenn for the first one, Uh, Edge earlier, he didn't go to a Super Bowl, Mathis, Freeney, you had stake on that roster. What stake does this team have? Taylor? Mm Mm-hmm. Yup. Darius Leonard? Mm Mm-hmm. Yup. All right, uh, where do we go from there? Am I missing one? Pittman is kind of grand chuck. Flank steak, maybe, right? Bob Sanders, for the brief window of time he was healthy, was steak for uh, Bill Pullian's Colts, yes. But Taylor, Leonard, maybe Kenny Moore, right? Uh, DeForest Buckner, he's a good piece of steak. Not the best steak in town. Aaron Donald is the best steak among defensive tackles, but he's a good one. If you got to go, you go to a restaurant and you pay like $24 for a steak, you get to Forrest Buckner. You pay $80 for a steak, that is Aaron Donald. All right? Are we clear? We get that? Okay, good. Uh, Pacers, tomorrow night, And then they play again Wednesday night, and then they're off for a week and a half with the All-Star break. Thank God they can get some rest. They've got to be exhausted. And 22 games left after these next two, and I hate to say it, but I hope they lose at Milwaukee, and then they lose to the Wizards. That'd be good. And we move into the break with an opportunity still to get that number one overall draft pick. At least draft in the top three. Can we get that done, Kevin Pritchard? You don't want to tell your guys not to win, but hopefully, you know, we root for them to win, and then we say, eh, pretty good. They lost. We're closer yet to the thunder. Um, IU tomorrow night. Here's my deal with IU and and Wisconsin. Tomorrow night, that game is going to be on ESPN2. Sometimes they're on BTN. Sometimes they're on Fox Sports. Uh, Fox Sports 1, 2, whatever. Where are the Indiana guys calling Indiana basketball? Indiana has a huge fan base that drives ratings, and that's why they're on national TV all the time, on ESPN2, ESPN, Fox Sports 1, right? You don't have to be great to be on PTN, but get us Indiana guys calling the games now with Dan Dockage no longer in that racket, and why that is the case, I have no idea whatsoever. Definitively. One of the three best, if not the best, analysts in college basketball, and even doing games. Who's in charge of the hiring at these networks? My God, what you do have with BTN, just settles. Hey, Iowa. Brian Butch, hey, Wisconsin. Robbie Hummel and Raphael Davis from Purdue. Really? And nobody from IU, for God's sake, what are you doing? Who's in charge? Nobody knows more about basketball than Indiana guys. Nobody. Not, uh, you know, the knuckleheads who do the national stuff. We want real basketball information being presented to us so it informs our viewing. And what do we get? Brian Butch, Jeff Settles. Hey, we do get Stephen Bardo, he's from Illinois. But I've always considered him kind of an IU guy. So I don't mind Steven. But can we get some guys who... Jay Billis. Jay Billis is okay. Jay Billis. eh. Duke. Do we not have enough Duke people in the media? Duke basketball people, for the love of God? Jeez. Indiana guys, where are they? That's all I'm asking. Uh, Butler takes on DePaul tomorrow night up in Chicago. Butler should win that game. And... Then you got Purdue on Wednesday night up at Northwestern. It's going to be a little bit tougher than you would have guessed, I think. All right, tomorrow morning breakfast with Ken I can't wait. I've gone a little bit long, but I'm agitated, I tell you. I listen to Dan, I get a little bit I get a little bit aggressive. I don't think it's a bad thing. Carson Wentz, if he's gone and Jim say if he says he's gone, it's bye-bye. He he might be able to talk his way out of a trip out of town, you know, or a, a bus ticket out of town with Chris Ballard or Frank Reich or whatever, but you're not going to do that with Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay has made the decision. If he told Mort and he told Locke and Fora, he's gone, he's gone. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Breakfast with Kent. I can't wait. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?